Welcome to Divine Inc. Sorry, that doesn't bother me. I don't know anybody an apology. I don't have no regrets in my biology. Here we are. Welcome to Divine Inc. The podcast, episode one. Wait, every episode is episode one. Oh, like, no, that's all I know. That's everything in life. <laughs> if you don't treat it like your first day, then I don't think you're going to put it in your first your full energy. Yeah. Yes. Got to be hungry, man. Got to be hungry. So we're doing an ambush podcast. That's the theme of today's podcast. Explain it. How's that going to work? Well, this is the first podcast, and we have a whole bunch of people working today. So as they come in <laughs> and the doorbell goes off, we're just going to get them to sit over there by the hot seat and uh, answer a couple questions about tattooing. We're not going to talk about COVID, man. No. This isn't the tattoo COVID shop podcast. This is about tattooing and tattooing at this shop and the progression and staff and what we do and uh what gets done and this is the novid podcast the novid man yeah and there's only a there's only a remnant left but we're not going to get into that part of it because we'd rather talk about tattoos and piercing man that's right that's right yeah that's right so my name's oliver i'm one of the hosts i've been tattooing for just over 20 years uh i started in vancouver Tattooed in Vancouver for years, tattooed in prison, tattooed in prison for a couple of years, uh, moved to the north over 10 years ago, been tattooed in the north for 10 years. And uh, this is my second tattoo shop in northern British Columbia. This is the newest location. We have myself working here. Malcolm is one of my best friends and the piercer. He's awesome. Whoop. And uh, my girlfriend is the receptionist. She's also equally awesome. And one of my best friends, Victoria, she'll be down in the hot seat soon. And then we have Gig, who is Gregory Williams from Paraguay. He's a guest artist. And then we have Kaylee. And not least but not least but not last, (laughs) last but not least, is uh, Corey Belmont, the driving force behind divining yeah he is man he's a rock star. and we got a bunch of people that bum around too like Estin and jackie and Corey number two the shop rats we love them yeah man we got a bunch of people that bum around got a bunch of family coming in to get tattooed this week <clears throat> um gregory's got a gig as he's affectionately known as We'll also be in the hot seat this morning as everybody comes down. We will, we will accost them. You know a little bit about me. Like I said, I've been tattooing for 20 years. Malcolm can introduce himself and he can talk about where he's That's right. rooted. I'm uh, Malcolm. I started off as a shop rat too. Yeah. I'm just hanging out. Right. I moved to Terrace here to be a roommate with me and Victoria. And in the beginning, all I did was just kind of hang out at the shop all day and fart around, maybe help out with a couple of things here and there. And then he's very humble. He put all the lights in <laughs> and the electrical and helped us build the walls. And that was a cool, that was fucking cool watching this project come together. Yeah. Yeah, man. And now look at it. Everyone that comes in here always has nothing but nice shit to say about this setup, man. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a growing it's a growing organism. It's, you know, where we grew into this place and we don't know how long we're going to be here. We, they sold the building. So we're going to be moving. Maybe you don't know. That's, uh, I just have to take a phone call one second. 
Divine Ink, Oliver speaking. All right, while he's on that call, I'll talk a little bit about the shop here. So if uh, you haven't seen the shop, you need to come down here and check it out. Um, check out the tattoo shop. It's very cool. Um, today, normally, typically there's four of us. Oh, yeah, there's four of us here. There's Oliver and Corey, the tattoo artists. Victoria, who's the uh, receptionist slash everything else slash the backbone. And then I'm in the back doing piercings in uh, isolation. Uh, but today we have two guest artists, all of them mentioned. What name is it? What's under uh, Big. It, uh, December 10th. And Kaylee from Kidamat. Gig is from Haida Inc. And Kaylee is from Mistress Unicorn Tattoo, I believe. And Kidamat, and she will, she's here twice a week. I'm just gonna have to get Victoria Gig to phone comes back and, and once a month for a week. And yeah. today we have them both okay. at the same time for the first time. Okay. And so it's gonna be crazy, wild and crazy. Full house. Yeah, full house, man. More uh, tattoo it, artists. It's been pretty awesome and pretty wild. You know, Victoria really adds an element to this tattoo shop. Uh, getting things booked in and organized and keeping everybody moving and cleaned up. And she's a great hostess and uh, really, really overall just compliments us. And it's cool that Malcolm and I and her all live together. It's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's uh, it's very, um, I would say it's rooted. I would say me and Malcolm are very grounded gentlemen and can endure hardship well together. And I think that the diversity just creates growth in the end. Yeah. You know, as we grow and get artists and people come and go, we know that what the foundation is and doesn't locate. We've already had this chat many times. Location isn't everything, right? It's the dynamic that you have together. If you work well together and, you know, people come and go, but you got to get a good foundation, a, a good solid couple of, brothers or a chick in there helping and yeah. you know it's good the more people you can add to the the sauce the better the more ingredients in the sauce the more flavor man yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure. they say too many cooks spoil the pot but i think that it's uh more ingredients you know flavor the jambalaya yeah right yeah. that's how i feel about it yeah it's yeah it's ego is a big thing too if you got like for us, there's what four four artists and a piercer, but we're all pretty like minded. We're pretty grounded, like you said. We get along great. We contribute. We contribute equally and thoroughly. Yeah. Right. There's, there's very little, if any, clashing. Yeah, I think the only place of contention is probably the computer, and I think we even all handle that fairly well. It just kind yeah. of just seamlessly rotates through. Gig's got his own little setup. The iPad really brings a nice dynamic to that because everyone's got their own iPad. You're just basically waiting in line to print. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. That's it. You're not really stressed out about not having, <laughs> I need that to work on there. Like, I'm behind. No, you can go sit somewhere else on your iPad and just get it all ready. And then you're just lining up to do a stencil. Right? Yeah. And even then, that goes pretty quick. Seems like. Yeah. yeah. It's all dialed in pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gig's got a new um, airdrop stencil printer. That's I don't cool. know where our cohorts are, but we should uh, 
definitely. There's a uh, yeah. We're ten minutes after the hour, and we'll call him. Get. We'll see what's going on here. He's feeling. I'll drop Corey a text. I got no line on Kaylee, but I'm calling Corey on speaker. Okay. <clears throat> Where are you? Oh, what you're such a good helper. All right. <laughs> okay, we'll see you soon, Muffin Tin Man. What's his line on Kaylee? What's your line on Kaylee? Oh, is Kaylee coming in? I think she is too. So we're just waiting. What's the roads like, Corey? What's the roads like? Yeah, that's probably why she's running late. That's probably like two uh, percent milk. <laughs> oh, somebody's here. Gotta go. Yeah. Bye. Kaylee, come back here and talk about yourself. Right. Here we go. So is it? It's Kaylee. Kaylee's it is here? Kaylee. She's yeah. the first. Oh yeah, man. You survived the ride in. That's survived cool. the ride in. Man. I guess it can't You got to come right? sit in a hot seat, which yeah, is that chair by right. the. By the furnace, and we're going to ask you questions yeah. about tattooing and piercing. Gear down, get comfy. You can use this coat hanger. Man, is this mic hot too? They're all, they're all can be made hot. Yeah. Damn, you're going to have to get For more sure. chairs, man. Yeah. Uh oh. But yeah. I think, yeah. All right, sweet. So, that's a cute outfit. You can't see it on podcast, but it looks, yeah, she looks like she's ready to do tattoos. She looks good. Ready to rock. Yeah. Put your cans on your head. Oh, hey, what do you know? Oh, there you go. Coming through loud and clear. Oh, God. All right. This is Divine Ink, the podcast. Welcome. What's your, what's your name? Introduce yourself. Oh, hi. I'm Kaylee. <laughs> Kaylee is our new guest artist. She's actually kind of like a resident uh, traveling guest artist. She comes on Thursdays and Fridays. And uh, go ahead. Tell us how, how long have you been tattooing? Uh, I've been going for a little over a year. I uh, started with hand poking just uh, out of my house. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Had some friends who knew that I was doing that and were like, hey, why you come to and just shop? for anybody that doesn't know what hand poking is, that's not like poking people in the hands with something that's like taking a needle and dipping it in ink, like a stick and poke, like one dot at a time, just a needle and then dip it in the ink and then, then poke the person with it. Not necessarily just on the hand. Yeah, that's cool. Also okay. known as uh, like there's a t like Tabori is more of a tapping style, but yeah, similar. Right. it's more like a primitive style of tattoo. Yeah, that's what all our parents did right? and what made you I get into so. tattooing um honestly like i've always been pretty artistic of a person like art's always been like an outlet i guess for me but just having been living a life for being an adult essentially needing proper jobs i never really had a chance to really do anything about it and tattooing has always been like a uh like a cool medium i thought never really thought i'd get into the industry so cool it was pretty cool and they offered me a apprenticeship and i was like okay sick let's do it it's a long uh it's a long arduous claw 
that's for sure to yeah. get established as a tattoo artist or a professional or i should even say just any type of professional artist whether that's musician or whatever if you choose art to be your calling then don't expect to get paid right away mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah for that reason you got to be even more committed and more dedicated and just fucking down and yeah down well, in this shit, i took man. multiple vows of poverty to become a tattoo artist like i had when i became a tattoo artist 20 years ago i literally had nothing i was homeless and i just it worked back then because yeah what else you got that's right, <laughs> right? Yeah. it's like that was just a volunteer basically at a tattoo shop i didn't pay for my apprenticeship but I also did everything. Like, you know what I mean? I did thirty-five thousand dollars worth of work as an employee that year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that was it, man. Before Crazy. before I, my teacher even knew I could draw, I was mopping and sweeping. Yeah. And we don't even have that here in this shop anymore. We have a professional cleaner that comes in twice a week and takes care of all the dirty business for us. And yeah. We just clean up after ourselves accordingly. Which is which is pretty good too. Yeah. Like everything here is always on the ball, spot on. Yeah. Tighten it. Tight ship. What's your favorite style of tattoo? Just in general or yeah. what I've done before? What in general? Like what would you what is the pinnacle of tattooing for you? Like what do you aspire? What is your favorite style? If you could have just the download from the matrix to do any style perfectly, oh. what would it be? Like what, what is your who is your aspiring tattoo artist who's the there's there's actually two of them they're twin brothers that's cool that they both tattoo the same style and it's all like very like dark and kind of gritty looking like heavy black work but like i don't know they're i I don't even really know how to describe it (laughs) because like their shading style is more of like in a dot work formation i really love that kind of style a friend of mine also does it down in abbotsford what are are the brothers names oh um, and I can look them up. Are they well known? Or? On Instagram, they are. <laughs> I would say that counts as one of them. Oh, days, for sure, for, for, sure, sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of twins, I, I've seen like when I had Instagram, I, I I was following these two twin girl teenagers who were DJs, man. Yeah. And they would just stand in front of a turntable beside each other and yeah. just switch off on the fly. And they, fucking, they were scratching and cutting them. It was the coolest shit. They were like. Oh. 15. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So um they're Ryan and Matt Murray. Ryan and Matt Murray. Out of Black Veil Tattoo. I think it's uh, it's in Salem, yeah. That's Whoa, cool. that's the place to establish your yeah. shop. Yeah. But they have very like dark. It, it is fairly like um oh god. Do they have a like a Instagram handle? Absolutely. Um both of them have them. Uh, their own as well, but Black Veil Tattoo is their um, general handle. They cool. own it. What's that? They and they're the shop owners. Yeah, I believe so. Cool. It's like it's partial realism, but it's very like more supernatural, I guess. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. All right. I like that. And so do you find that your work uh, that leads to that or leans towards that? Like, do you aspire to do that? Do you do, have you done very many custom tattoos? I've had one so far that's been close to that style. And it's probably the favorite, probably my most favorite piece that I've done so far. So many tiny little details. And it took, I think about five hours to get it all finished, but 
it ended up beautifully and I've seen it healed as well. And it's still just cool. Amazing. It's always nice to see what tattoos when they come back and mm-hmm. get to check them out. Make sure they're looking proper. People come back and show you the healed work, right? Yeah. I like that. That's cool. I don't I don't get that too often as, as a piercer. Once in a while I'll get someone that returns and shows me. Oh, it's healed up nice. I'm here doing walk-ins, so it's whoever comes in. Yeah. I do it up. You scoop them up. Yep. All right. Because I think Gig is, I think he took he's taking appointments. Well, the guy, there was a guy that came in yesterday to get a uh, sleeve. He's got this oh, huge, it's... massive, full body project. Okay, yeah, yeah. Starting with gig. Yeah. From the leg to, like, a full body suit, I guess. That's sick. And they just started on the right sleeve. Okay. Yeah, so I think they got up to, like, mid forearm or something when they had to go. So oh. Today, they're going to start on the other arm. Sick. Okay, so I'll probably have to move my stuff because I just dropped it where I... <laughs> usually have my stuff station? before yeah no no that's 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 still your station oh is he's, it he's oh he's on, on the other side, side. okay perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. well that works out yeah so how was the drive then wasn't too bad i was a little scared at the beginning because it was snowing pretty good yeah. um but yeah no the road was totally clear other than the airport hill yeah that tends to get pretty yeah. gnarly but i just went into the other lane the other lane was clear that's cool that's cool <laughs> if you gotta take your time that's cool too. yeah right that's why yeah. i was like five minutes late i also had errands to run because yeah. you know now that my day job knows that i'm going in between kitaman and terrace they're like oh can you deliver this oh <laughs> like, that's fun yeah yeah cool yeah, okay yeah. yeah no worries uh, well, that's all right that's all right what's it like tell us about mistress unicorn yeah it's just, i got it right fair yeah you yeah, got it right cool, cool. i mean uh mistress unicorn is technically just uh chelsea that's like her thing right um we did recently change the name to mistress ink and beauty because we're trying to open it up for more like estheticians as well right right um but that's also more of a future project like in the works Uh um it's a home-based shop as of right now but we're looking into renting a commercial space yeah and hopefully it'll bring in a few more people get some more stuff going Where's your location now? Like where uh, uh, geographically in Tigamat? It's uptown, uh, close to the high school, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, like right near the high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if there's uh, commercial buildings in that area. Oh, no, there isn't. That's oh. just where it is right now. Oh, okay. Cool. But um, we're in talks with the owner of the mall right. to rent a space in there. Like right in the mall. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It's gonna be a little interesting with after hours because yeah. mall hours usually it's still 6 p.m. But as long as someone shows up before 6 p.m., we can at least escort them out when we're done. So that's cool. All right. We'll make it work. But this is also just in the works. We're talking about it. It's a lot of work, man. People that you know that's been I've had artists that worked for me over the years and uh they didn't want to pay full shop commissions. <clears throat> and you know one thing leads to another and i just end up usually saying i have to take this i always have to take my phone calls all right <laughs> well he's on the phone Divining all <laughs> so what's your experience been like working here at divine yeah. inc you've been here this is your third this is the third yeah. week that i've been so here. that sounds fine to go ahead um, fine to go ahead it's with. pretty cool um, everyone seems just pretty chill right. like i wasn't so, sure exactly what i was expecting at the beginning and i was kind of like okay well we're gonna see how this goes but yeah, yeah. um no it's been really nice it's been really cool 
still needing yeah. to like get a handle on a couple well, of things like the stenciling process is a lot different than what it was um yeah other than that it's uh work is work <laughs> that's true yeah well, it's cool having you too though mm -hmm. right. so there's a little diversity into the mix right yeah the gender wise and you know uh like having somebody from kitamatu come over here mm -hmm. i like that that's cool along with Corey. exactly who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is still missing in action yeah. he's actually i think he's running errands for us so oh, okay yeah, he'll be yeah. a few minutes late no big deal yeah that's kind of the nice thing is everyone's pretty chill here so oh yeah oh you're running a few minutes you're, late whatever yeah it's your first day your first day was a little tell us about your first day here uh, nerve-wracking <laughs> my god i thought i was gonna shit my pants for the first half of the day <laughs> no but like i don't know it's 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 like entering a new job for the first time you may still have like the credentials for what you're doing but like right it's still a new space. There's new people, new like personalities to try to mesh with. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's baby steps into it kind yeah. of thing. The next day it was yeah. totally fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you get a lay of the land here. For yeah, the first day, right? exactly. Second day is easier. And then it's like the day is probably going to be pretty yeah. chill. Yeah, easy. exactly. Hopefully you get a lot of clients coming in. Sure. Be, that's always great. Yeah. If yeah. not, I mean, it's fine. You can draw. Um, yeah, I've, um, I haven't in a while, but I've been meaning to get back into it. Yeah, yeah. I usually am drawn to like watercolor paints and stuff like that. So that's cool. It'd be nice to get back into that. What about pencils? Um, pencil work? Not pencils? so much. No, oh. always been a just a watercolor person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried dabbling like acrylics before, and I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I like that medium as much. Uh, that's cool. I'm not familiar with all that stuff, like the difference between the two. Mm. Or, you know, when I was when I used to draw when I was a kid, it was all just pencils or pens. Yeah. It was just dumb cartoons. Yeah. I just copied The Simpsons a lot. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry, that was all. It's always tattoo related. My whole life is just. <laughs> around orbits around tattooing yeah totally. so that was our insurance company <laughs> uh, doing our renewal and adding malcolm to our policy and there's all kinds of things that come along with that some hoops i gotta jump through so i'm taking well just yeah we like me and malcolm were talking about this morning because our life orbits around tattoo and piercing we don't lie we just don't even it costs more money to tell the truth which yeah. it usually does whether that's on your insurance or whatever it is, building insurance, health insurance, liability, car insurance, home insurance, business insurance. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're not forthright about exactly what you're doing, that's when you get caught with your pants down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, no, we don't pierce minors because we don't. Just hold on one second. Hello? Oh. Is that my beautiful assistant? Come back here. Right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention the whole thing about lying and, and, and whatnot because i have that sort of i've adopted that policy as far as a piercer too because when we first got those videos and books and shit to help me learn yeah on those videos and books they would say don't tell your client that it hurts when you get pierced yeah 
And I did it first, right? Yeah. They would ask me, well, does it hurt getting pierced? Because that's the biggest question they ask me, right? And then I would say, well, not really. You'll feel some pressure, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm just like, I'm not going to lie. Anytime a needle touches skin, it hurts. But the yeah. good thing is that it's over right away. Yeah. Right? You put your headphones on. Oh. Uh, so, oh, yeah, that's what I tell them. When someone feels in for a person, I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. And then that tends to oh, disarm them and help them feel more loud. comfortable, right? So it's cool. That's okay. Yeah. This is my be beautiful girlfriend, Victoria, but she's first and foremost, this is the Divining Podcast, and this is our receptionist. She's the hub. Corey, go put your muffin and tin and cheese upstairs and then come up in here and we'll all <laughs> zoom. Bring through. a chair. So this is kind of the reason we ambushed everybody. Why don't you tell us about your job here? Lean in a little bit. Tell us yeah, who you are, how long you've been here. So I'm the receptionist at Divining. I've been here since july mm -hmm. um i'm in charge of scheduling pretty much everyone's appointments setting up and tearing down cleaning the shop feeding the staff feeding feeding the <laughs> all the above yeah <laughs> taking yeah. care of clients when they come in directing them in the right way rolling joints giving aftercare wrapping tattoos so much stuff so yeah. much stuff <laughs> from time to time she holds my client's hand when they're getting pierced yeah she's been an emotional support for yeah. her she made a really good friend the other day jenna this girl that didn't think she could make it through her tattoo but victoria got her some shots of tequila and had a shot with her <laughs> took one for the team oh, so did I. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. I was asking Kaylee about that too. That was her uh, first day. It just happened to be a wild day. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I actually forgot that that was the first day. Too. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy. Day. That yeah. arm moves too. If you want to move the mic towards you more, yeah, in and out, up and down, all that good stuff. So, so we're just waiting for a gig now. So we're just kind of doing the first episode of our podcast, and what, and uh, we've we've been off the air for too long. We took some mental health time because we had so much going on with getting in the building and the yeah. sale of the building and renovating and it just never stopped. So we would just stopped making excuses. Relocating. It was a big relocate too, man. Yeah. And there's another big relocate coming maybe. So yeah. hmm. got to be ready. Corey MFB. I'm traveling as a, the more I move, the lighter I travel. So right now, I, everything I own, it fits in my bedroom. Next time I leave, I'm just going to hire an auctioneer to just sell everything I own yeah. and write me a check at the end. <laughs> Corey, bring a chair. I think everything I own fits in the bedroom, too, <laughs> except for one couch. We'll have to put our stuff in a couple of bug out bags, anything you can carry. That's what it's going to be the next time we move. Eventually, we're just going to have backpacks. Yeah. Corey's going to come in here and tell us tell us why he... This is going to be a familiar voice. He's been on the Ali and Malcolm show a couple of times. So. Yeah. You can share a mic with Kaylee, I guess. Yeah. Right. You can hear us with yeah. your ears. Lean on each other. <laughs> this is Corey Belmar. <laughs> he holds the title for the longest apprenticeship in the history of tattooing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about that. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, eight years? Of it? Yeah, like seven damn years? Fuck, you, you can move it up. Oh, you're a doctor, man. <laughs> Get your doctor. The worst like, part is most of that time was just stewing. Yeah. Corey's got his PhD in tattooing. Yeah. <laughs> that is long. Man. So this is Corey Belmont. He was my apprentice. He's now the shop intern, uh, tattoo artist. He's awesome. 
Uh, him and Kaylee are counterparts from Kinemap. They now work together. They didn't always work together, but he encouraged Kaylee to come. Good out. friends too, right? Yeah. Outside yeah. of the shop, right? Yeah. We've been friends since high school. High school yeah. Super wow. cool. Super cool. Now we got you guys working together in the same area. That's so awesome. Total asset, team asset. Yeah. So, Corey, tell us about yourself. How long have you been tattooing? And uh, yes, tattooing people was six months, around, around six months. Yeah. How many tattoos do you think you've done? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably 500 plus. Probably yeah, that's yeah. wild, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. That's a and that even that's not that's no that's nothing to like shrug away at. I'm at my that's my just so everybody knows I've been tattooing for 20 years. That's my yearly number. Yeah. That's about what I do in a year, and he's been doing it for six months, so he's doubled up on me. Like he's. He's doing good now. It was our estimate the other day. I did about 500 tattoos a year. <laughs> well, every tattoo is a different experience, too, it seems. Like every time oh, yeah. I walk by you guys and you're tattooing something different, there's something crazy and wild going on in that skin, right? Yeah. I don't know much about it myself, but from what I see, it, that's just the way it seems to me. It's so diverse, man. And that's why it's so important at this shop. We don't, we don't, we're not a type of tattoo shop. We don't do a style of tattoo. We are a street shop. We do custom tattoos for people what they want, whether that's a memorial tattoo, portrait tattoo, sleeve, back piece, wings. We don't care if you want butterfly wings on your back, uh, eagle wings, dream catchers. We don't, doesn't matter. Those cool little sticks, uh, dinosaurs, right? Chicken wings. Yeah. Lots of writing. <laughs> Lots of writing. Lots oh, yeah. of writing. Corey, you got the finest lines I've ever seen. <laughs> the tiniest. Tell me, about, tell me about that tattoo you did, the rose on the hand with the little uh, uh, the music butter, staff. Butterfly. Uh, that was a, wild. It had a rose with music notes in it. And then uh, we took a song that she liked and put basically the uh, actual music to the it. intro sheet it. music. And those Damn. lines. And it was probably like a quarter of an inch high, the staff, <laughs> man. And the lines were so tiny. I was just, yeah. I was floored. Of course, so good. Production, we're probably going to just have a segue into a smoke break. And Corey, why don't you tell us about who your favorite aspiring tattoo artist is, who you'd like to tattoo, like what your favorite style is? And who inspires you? Yeah. Uh, my style is probably more, I like the anime, I like the yeah. bright colors. I What's the guy that. with the crazy bright colors, though? Uh, there's, there's, what's his name? It's uh, There's Andrew. Andrew, what's his last name? Let me find it right now. But he does like Dragon Ball Z and all different anime stuff. But he he customizes everything. 
Okay, uh, so you'll draw drop the uh, the piece yeah. right beforehand. He posts on Instagram. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. And then the next post is him tattooing. It's just like fucking a. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's like, but that's what we do at this shop too. We don't. So a lot of people think that maybe we just are complacent or we just don't care or or we're lazy, but we don't really work on a lot of tattoos leading up to our tattoos because I've taught Corey that time is valuable. Your time is money. Always take a deposit so that you know your client's going to show up. Work with your client intrinsically. He's been taught in such a way that even the most complicated design shouldn't take him more than an hour, maybe an hour and a bit. That is an that is a lot of time. I can design an entire sleeve in 30 minutes. So if you can't design somebody's tattoo for them in 30 minutes, then I didn't train you properly with your equipment. Right. So that's how we work. And clients love that. They love that they get to be part of the creative process. They love that they get to move things around or change things or on the fly. They didn't know that they had that option in a lot of cases. Yeah. And in, in my past too, it was like that. I would draw something up and it would take three or four hours to draw it up. And this is it. This, yeah. is, this is what you get. This is what I drew you last night. And this is what you get today. Yeah. But tattoo is not like that anymore. It's evolved into something more. Well, I started uh, any big projects. I'll actually go over and either have someone come over to my house or I'll go over to their house and we'll design it the night before at least. Cool. I just, they come in and they know what they got. They know Corey's they talking about sleeves that take 20 or 30 <laughs> yeah. hours though. So, yeah, you know, not, not, like, not like every three hour tattoo. Yeah, yeah. no, he does everything. He's a walk-in specialist. He can handle anything you throw at him. He does, you don't have to have a special appointment. Right. Unless you're a witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corey is great. Corey prays for a white girl walk-in. <laughs> Explain that the white girl tattoos. Uh, infinity knots. Yeah, the infinity no. knots. Flowers. <laughs> no, no, we're not knocking them. We're not knocking them by no, any means. We're, we're just, just saying these are the typical. Yeah. Right. I would say that any traditional, you know, simple, impulsive walk-in tattoo. I think that that, you know, that's funny because it's cliche now to say, "Oh, infinity knots and birds yeah. and all this stuff." No, oh, I now think it's, it now goes it's finger bangers. Oh, it goes. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> anything impulsive yeah. that you do on a whim. And kudos to you. So when you and your buddy are sitting around having yeah. a drink, you're like, "We should get matching tattoos." Yeah, yeah. you should get a guy shooting your baby airplane out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. what happens, man. And then you go downtown, Granville, all drunk, and get one guy gets a paper plane. <laughs> and with holes in it yeah. but i just want dots on yeah, the paper like, airplane the cool thing is it's a simple <laughs> tattoo but you just made two or more people's days oh and you know what and not rejecting them yeah. is the best part of my job it's just like yeah, yeah man yeah. cool and you know what and every once in a while someone will come along and they'll get that epic tattoo and you'll get to work with them for a long time or your friends will get cool ta tattoos or your girlfriend to get a cool tattoo. But at the end of the day, it's a job, man. Your job is to, you know, give people what they want. And like, how long would McDonald's be in business if every time somebody ordered a cheeseburger, they just, you know, put some nuggets in there instead? <laughs> it's like, man. That's not that bad. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Listen, now you don't want cheeseburger. You want chicken nuggets. I can see you through the camera out there and you don't even look like a cheeseburger guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how tattoo artists act, man. They yeah. act like they know. 
And the problem with that is that's arrogance because you disqualify all of the time that this person has spent researching the art or the tattoo that they want to get or put on their body forever. And sometimes you'll never see that person again. So what is it your business to tell them what they're going to get? So just so they can go through life having a piece of what you told them on them? doesn't make no sense, man. It's, not a, it's too much of a lasting thing. To, that, the, that crown story? Yeah. Where he talks him into getting a crown. <laughs> yeah. uh, that might be a cover up soon. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole angle, right? I'm going to tell you. Yeah, you don't want a lion. Want. You don't want a lion. Well, you want a crown. You need a crown. You're a crown. <laughs> so I, I have the opposite thing because, like, the, the girls that I go to to get tattooed down in Abbotsford, I literally just like, hey, I want to do this project. Uh, here's a couple ideas, make some pretty. And then I get what they make me. <laughs> yeah, but you've chosen those people for their style. That's a totally That's different true. thing. You're traveling to go see those people for their style. That's true. But at the same time, I was like, hey, can we do like this chess piece, but like make it match the other piece? And they were like, yeah, okay. And I get to the shop and they're like, hey, I really hope you like snakes. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a good thing that I don't mind snakes because <laughs> now I have snake skeletons all over my chest. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's totally up to you. You have, you have, but that's where I'm saying that's where regret is formed. That's not, that's someone putting in their own tattoo on you. Yeah. And if you've paid them to do that because you like their style, that's totally, yeah. I've got all kinds of tattoos like that. Yeah. I'm a tattoo collector, man. I've been tattooed by 19 different people and you know, Bring a chair. 19 different people, 19 different styles, 19 different places, you know? Like, and a lot of the time I didn't say, yeah, like I got a guy that did a huge cover up on me and just did his thing. Like I got a big hawk and a skull on my shoulder and I just said, yeah, man, I want to cover this up. And the guy just went, how about this? Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> right and then i went down another time and i was like okay well what are we gonna do about this and he's just like oh how about some how about a knife and some oak leaves cool do it right <laughs> right and i'm cool with that too like oh i got this spot can put this in there or whatever but i'm pretty heavily tattooed like with the exception of maybe my back and I'm just a patch guy, man. I got this here. I got this. I just got tattooed by gig. And, you know, I got a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. I'm like Rockwell, man. I, I'm not like, oh, man, this is my artist. I'm so honored when people act like that. I'm, it's very humbling when someone says that to me. Yeah, I wouldn't get tattooed by anybody else. I'm like, whoa, that's really cool. Thanks. But, like, you don't have to say that. Like, you can go, <laughs> and, you're to go, and, you're not, go and get I'm not going to get jealous. Yeah, I'm not going to get jealous. It's okay. Jealousy. Anybody get jealous when that happens? No? No. You're pretty, yeah. pretty chill about that? Hey, do you know any other artists that act like that if somebody gets tattooed by somebody else? I don't think you know so. I, mean? I don't. I've never met one. I certainly haven't. Huh? I know that it's kind of a, it's a diss to an artist if you have something that started by one person and you get it finished by another right. person. So we it's highly discouraged that type of having behavior. said that, do you mind if somebody does that at what gets your blessing first? Like we have oh, a that, friend, I, yeah. we have a mutual friend who wants to do that. Yeah. And I said that's cool. And that's yeah. the way you go about doing it. Yeah. But right. You, but you don't just like basically getting permission to right. do it. What's what I'm doing actually today, my coloring today is uh it's a tattoo someone started. 
um, but the guy sort of fell off the world. <laughs> well, and the important thing yeah. to do with that too is to establish with your uh, client, like, hey man, are you going back to see this person? Because you could start a con- a, like a thing of contention between us. Yeah, yeah. Like, do I need to ask? <clears throat> like, do you know what I mean? Like, are you putting me in a place where I need to get permission <laughs> to do it? Yeah. And then other cool things is I've had people come in uh, with full, the full Christmas outline and be like, hey, man, when you work on this, I'm just like, I don't know who did that, but I'm not touching it, man. It's, like, like fresh it's one? tight. No, man, no, it's just tight. Crisp. You're like, you could tell a really good professional tattoo artist outlined it. Yeah. And not even necessarily recently. It was a couple of years old, and he was just asking me to work on it. And I said, no, man, you got to go see that guy. He's like, yeah, good, because I have never let you touch this. <laughs> I was just testing you. And he got tattooed. That guy got tattooed by me. But he's like, I just wanted to see your response. Like, were you willing just to step in and take someone's <laughs> what word? What a weird like, kind of test. Yeah. That is weird, man. That's... No, but you should be able to tell as an artist the amount, the level of, like, if it's yeah. some jacked up, ugly outline sleeves, like, hey, man, can you fix this for me? Yeah, I can, I can hook you up. But when it's crisp, high end, it's in the top 10% of tattooers, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, did the guy die? I think I probably said to him, did the guy die? No. Is he in jail? No. Okay, we well, need to go find him. Yeah. Right? And he's like, oh, I was just testing you. Yeah, I know the guy, right? We got all kinds of crazies at Granville, man. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah. That's funny. Cross between the eyes. Hey, Gig, you're in the hot seat, man. Bring a chair. Bring a chair. You can come sit by me, my beautiful Victoria. One more. What's the bad thing? No, Gig, come here. Five minutes so we can end this (laughs) before we end you. I don't know how long we've been so far. Victoria, will you retrieve our guest? Bring him by the ear. Bring him by the ear. Ambush podcast. Okay, Corey, one more time. Yo, what's up? How long have you been tattooing? Six months. Six months. All right. You like color tattoos? I love color tattoos. Yeah. Do you like walking tattoos? I love walking. Do you like Christopher Walken? I love Christopher Walken. How about Phil Collins? Phil Collins. Yeah. I like Christopher Walken more. <laughs> We're just waiting for Giggity. Giggity. Yeah. Yeah. So no, be- Gig, come here, man. I, we need I, you. He said he's coming when he's done. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he is an artist from the Haida de Gwaii. He's going to say that. I think he's been tattooing for 12 years. I think that's what I remember that. I'm pretty, I have a fairly good. 15. 15. He's like the universe. Uh, it's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a sweet little setup over there too. He's got, he's, got pretty, he's got a pretty sweet setup. Maybe we'll do some drone footage and see if we can crash it into him today. You gonna fly the drone around the office? <laughs> yeah, oh, that'll be impressive. We'll cut that footage together and we'll put it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. We got a YouTube channel. Yeah. The Ink the podcast on YouTube. Go over and subscribe. There'll be some cool shit on there soon. It'll be called Dinks for short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That'll> be- <laughs> Dink. Dink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. While well, we're waiting on gig, uh, who else do we need to talk about? Uh, let's see. Big projects. Corey, 
You got a guy coming in every Sunday, right? The, uh, yes, every Sunday or every second Sunday, we're working on a sleeve. It's biomechanical. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Very cool. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. And he's got some other ones starting, some back pieces. Yeah, he's doing for uh, wings. And then it's going to be, like, I think, like an army below it. And castle fun stuff yeah cool what we need is we need somebody to go out there and just like throw information around about our shop telling them that we got kaylee and gig here guesting because we have that a lot of people know kelly are you guys i haven't talked to her in a long time she hasn't replied to my text so i don't know what's going on we need to just somebody somebody with social media yeah we don't have social media that's something unique about us. Half of us don't have social media. <laughs> yeah. So the half that does should be advertising. Are you doing? Do you know? But you notice how the people with social media also still have mental health issues. Yeah, I'm broken. Oh. <laughs> Ten thousand percent. Ten thousand percent. Yes. And just so you know, everybody, it's this Facebook that adds the ten thousand yeah. percent. <laughs> I got 50,000 followers, but no friends. Yeah, I have 150% of mental health issues, and she has 10,000%. So it's a, it gets crazy. How about I'll make a little flyer, a little digital flyer for you guys to throw around. And if you add videos. Instagram to Facebook, then you get a 10x factor, so then you get a million percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they compound. And then yeah. when you add TikTok, it just gives you Tourette's with a million percent. <laughs> That's the thing, too, man. Yeah. We were talking about that the other day. Especially during the lockdown. A lot of people got fucking Tourette syndrome just from fucking being on social media. TikTok in particular. We're in the final momentos here. I got Tourette's from my medication. Just so you know. You got Tourette's from your medication or your medication gave you From taking several different types of antidepressants and shuffling them around trying to find the perfect combination. I was wondering why you were swearing at me. <laughs> no, I don't have the swwearing or talking to Rex. It's little twitches in my face now. Once in a while. You don't just randomly yell, fuck you. No, it's, it, that's, that's. I think a, you just do that by choice. Yeah, I just, I just do that for fun. <laughs> Gig sitting down. Some, some people do that. Yeah, some people do curse or make sounds, but mine's just a twitch in my face. Our that's resident cool. guest artist has just sat down with us. He has, this is your third visit. Right, he's also our temporary roommate for the That's last right. two visits. Yeah, and why don't you introduce yourself? That boom articulates, so he can move it towards you if you want. He knows about mics. Gracias, amigo. Yeah. My uh, name is Kaju Haya. My English name is Gregory Williams, and my nickname is Gig, which I prefer to go by because it's much cooler <laughs> than my English name. Yeah, more marketable. How'd suppose. you get it? How'd you get it? Uh, by about 35 years ago, I was playing pool and the guy looked at me and says, your new name is Gig. And that was it. Where I live, everybody has a nickname and um, I'm grateful that I got one. Well, by the way, before we proceed, Gig, this is the lovely Kaylee from Kinematic. Thursday, Friday, Kaylee. Kaylee, this is Gig. Happy to be here again. You guys are very hospitable, very funny, entertaining. And I learned a lot coming here, which is cool. good. It elevates uh, what I want to do for one of the things I enjoy doing for a living. Yeah, that's cool. How long have you been tattooing? I learned 12 years ago, and I've had a shop on Honey Guy for the last six years. 
Cool. And is there anybody that you look up to as a West Coast? You that's your, that's your style. I don't tattoo West Coast, man. Uh, <laughs> um, other, there's, I'm the only uh, hide a tattoo artist um, at home that uses a machine. Yeah. There are a few hand poke artists who yeah. I, I look up to. Um, I tried it. And not for you. I could watch a movie doing that, I think. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but it's fairly straightforward. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, as far as like West Coast artists, I think um, every artist has something to offer people. And, yeah. and particularly for the West Coast, there's so many different talented artists out there who uh, I think inspire a lot of different artists every day. And um, I feel very humbled and, and blessed to be able to tattoo for a living and create art for a living. Yeah. And, uh, and I also play music for a living and make jewelry. So the, the combination of the three for it's me really just suited. Yeah. Uh, they're all very inspiring with each other and yeah. to be able to meet other artists such as yourself. For me, it's, uh, it feels like a separated at birth type of scenario where like there's more of us out there than I think. And, being able to leave Haida Gwaii for the first time over this last year for me has been a real eye opener as far as um, creativity and just elevating my tattooing from like here to here. Like I learned more in the last four months than I have in like six years. Crazy. Yeah. So cool, man. That's and so cool. Uh, other clients at home have noticed this. Yeah. You know, like the last guy I tattooed last week, he's like, holy fuck, man, that's, you feel Excellent. the difference. Yeah. You see the difference, right? Yeah. And being here and uh, also in Vancouver for those monthly guest spots, because I just jump back and forth. Like, I that's just got back from Vancouver from right. leaving you guys last time. So yeah. that's all I've been doing is tattooing. Yeah. Like, my wife don't like it very much, but uh, she I think she likes the deposits we've been giving her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so. And rightfully so. It's, you know what, but it's like uh, Geek said, it's, he's put in, you know, he's got that six years on the back end and six years on the front end and now he's starting to see the fruits of his labor and that's really what tattooing is this is five to ten year stretch really get established get a good clientele base don't shoot yourself in the foot along the way as a lot of artists like to do or through ego or arrogance or just straight up tomfoolery taking deposits or sloughing people's appointments or doesn't take long for that stuff to get it out one or one tattoo really yeah, one or two. Yeah. Could fuck it, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, right. And I think that's the uh, the importance with uh, probably my appointment. And so I have one question for Gig before we get back to our normal jobs. How do the traditional forefathers of Formline feel about tattooing and its movement into the tattoo world? Is there that weird <laughs> segregation that a lot of other cultures see against tattooing? Do you know, like through religion or culture or just... Some people just say, hey, my parents are old school. How do the forefathers of Formline feel about it being incorporated into tattooing? Like my great-grandmother, Susan Williams, she was tattooed from head to toe. Oh, cool, man. And um, it's very much part of our culture and has been for uh, like thousands of years. And um, I went to uh, a workshop in New Zealand a couple of years ago, pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, and the way they treat tattooing is very much... Uh, I don't want to compare it to a religion, but it's, yeah, it's, it is absolutely it's spiritual. It's very um, 
very spiritual for them and they base their 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 living and their lives around tattooing crazy and it's almost uh, like a ceremony oh yeah yeah absolutely like a, like a rite of passage a couple on my way for them because they the maori believe and the hawaiians believe that the highland of the maori and the hawaiians all come from an island in hawaii yeah which i thought was pretty cool um there are more and more people uh getting interested in, in tattooing at home and getting tattoos and that was one of the reasons why we have jewelry was because they weren't allowed to show their tattoos because potlatches were banned and language was banned. Yeah. And particularly the, the art form was banned. We weren't allowed to even show it. So they made jewelry to cover the uh, the, uh, uh, the tattoos that were given to us then either by uh, the sea lion quills or uh, the devil's club thorns. Crazy. And um, I think it's becoming more of a, a part of our culture as it used to be. Yeah. And um, there's myself, there's another hand poke artist named Corey Bullpit, who's a master carver in wood and metal. Yeah. Uh, Kiwa Jones does hand poking. Um, Ernie Swanson who's also a master carver. He's from Massive, but he lives on Vancouver Island. He's a very gifted artist who's starting to teach himself. Um, I think he has someone showing him as well to do machine work. Cool. And um, I think once more people uh, try to tattoo, um, they'll realize that's something you have to do every day. Yeah. Not on a part-time basis between totem pole carvings or, you know, and... Um, well, that's how you see the rapid development of artists compared to each other when you're out on the outside looking in. You look at someone who like i was talking about earlier in the podcast just does what's coming man he's just doing three tattoos a day doesn't he's not choosing what it is he's just tattooing you know what i mean that's his job like painting a room in a house that's what he does when he gets to apply that skill set to his style he's going to be a better tattooer than the guy who only does two tattoos a week facility yeah well it's just a it's with anything it's with fishing it's with hunting it's with carpentry it's with doing sound it's just repetition and spending the time doing it you're just that's why talent will only take you so far hard work makes up for 80 percent of it someone who works hard will beat a talented person every time if that talented person doesn't work hard do you know what i mean that's it i wish we didn't have to sleep <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, not me. Yeah, we can get costumey bags. And, what is it? Methamphetamine drip or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being surrounded by other artists is, I think, very important for uh, for tattooing. For our growth too, and creativity. yeah, creativity and inspiration. Yeah. yeah, and like Jimbo says, there's nothing that replaces drawing. If you want to practice your tattooing and you're not tattooing. Your hand should be up drawing because there that is the same. I saw I was telling uh, the apprentice I have at home where yeah. if you're if you're not tattooing, you should be drawing. If yeah. you're not drawing, you should be cleaning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe one of those fucking three things that hit the fucking road, you know. Yeah. And um uh, being here for me is really um elevated uh, where I I'm going in the direction I want to go in versus before I felt like I was idling, you know. I wasn't progressing. I wasn't, I wasn't learning as much as I wanted to learn. Yeah. And uh, well, we're grateful to be part of that experience. Yeah, for you, I, I thank you for having me here again. Yeah. We love having you. Being very we love having you and Corey and I love having you here. Yeah. Malcolm. <clears throat> I think I need a piece of plywood or something from a bed. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's too soft. Like I was sleeping in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Pulled myself out of it. But. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Divining the Podcast, episode one. Maybe probably not the only episode one we'll ever have. But. <laughs> thanks for everyone for sitting down. We got, say your names. Kaylee Lechner. Hello. Yeah. And goodbye. Okay. Incubi. That's like Ikabad. Incubi. Right, thanks guys. Back to work. Victoria. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.